listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Welcome to Mind Your Business Show. My name is Seho Makutle. Uh, this is where we, we, we meet every Wednesday. This is our weekly date. Today I'm running solo. Untando couldn't make it. But we're going to have an exciting show. I have with me in studio, Kavelo Maka from Kavlo Studios. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, um, just to kickstart the show, I'm going to read a small bio of Cabello. Um, so Cabello Cabello Maga is the co-founder and creative director of Cabello Studios. She has over eight years' experience in various roles. Um, Cabello Studios is an award-winning animation and illustration uh, studio based in Johannesburg. She is in partnership with her mom, Dr. Tepo P. Maga. She, uh, the, the studio creates short films, uh, series, and uh, specializes in med uh, medical animation. I've never heard this, ne? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just like you, I'm going to be learning a lot today. So her previous clients include uh, Health Force, Penguin Random House, Vets Health Consortium, and Ultron, just to name a few. Um, she's a top 10 winner of the 2023 5th Annual Future Female Africa Awards and counted among the 2021 Maiden Guardian 200 Young South African Awards under the media category. So yeah, now she's proper today. Today we have a proper, proper person. <laughs> so welcome, Cavelo, man. Like just, just to kickstart the show, could you please tell us about yourself? Who's Cavelo? Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Cavelo is uh, my name. And uh, on the internet, I go by Cablo, and uh, my animation students call me Miss K. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know young people. Lots of, lots of names. <laughs> um, but um, I suppose I'll start with just uh, my personality. I think I, I am quite an artistic, creative person, mm -hmm. very bubbly. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an only child. I've oh, nice. always been me and my mom, just the two of us. Mm. Um, I, uh, I've always loved drawing. I've always loved art. Um, I've, I know how to draw. Um, <laughs> I've studied animation here in South Africa and also in France overseas oh, nice. for a little bit, which mm. we can talk about. Um, yeah, and I just... Um, I think I'm just all around a, just a bright, creative person, and now I'm an entrepreneur. You know. <laughs> nice. I didn't expect to be that, but and that's what I am. And Ati is becoming an entrepreneur. Very exciting, ne? Yeah, it's very, yes. very unusual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this animation thing, you know, usually we, we hear about this Popeye overseas and stuff. How did you, did you, how did you even come up with this a career, Angie? So, um, growing up, so my mom's a medical doctor, which means very, very busy schedule, busy life. So, growing up, I enjoyed uh, watching animated movies like nice. any child would. But um, we used to do this thing. We used to hire DVDs on oh, Fridays. Nice. Uh, when ah, but you look so thing. young. DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm still a, I'm a Mandela Freedom baby. I get but, it. Um, I remember DVDs. Yeah, we used to hire them every Friday. And my favorite, my favorite thing about DVDs mm. is the... Um, the behind the scenes, the bonus features. Oh, nice. Um, oh, yes. At the end, it, ne? Yes, yes, yes. And then they show you how they make movies, whether mm. it's uh, normal movies with people or animation. So watching those, that's how I picked up that, oh, animation is hmm. something that people make. It's not magic because when you're a child, you think animation <laughs> is magic. So um, I, I remember there was a movie called Finding Nemo. 
that I oh, yes. I watched, and um, I it's about fish in in the water and the father who tries to find his son who's lost in the ocean. Mm. But either way, um, the 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 way they did the water, like mm. how they made it look like real water, even though it's not real. Mm. When I saw that, I was like, oh, this. I don't know what this is, but I want to do this. Then I realized, oh, it's called animation. And it was a long journey with my mom. I I don't know. Like when I told my mom I want to do animation, she believed me and entertained oh, nice. the idea. Like God bless and, your mom. No, really, mm-hmm. really, truly mm-hmm. God bless my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that came from. And because I, I like to draw and I have the ability to draw, it was just a natural thing to want to make those drawings move. Mm. So that's where the the love for animation comes from. Yeah. Okay, but uh, like I just want to take you back when you were young. Uh, were you? Did you love drawing? Oh, I did. I did. Um, I used to draw my favorite cartoons. So my favorite nice. cartoon growing up was the Powerpuff Girls. Mm. So that's what I used to draw all over my my books, all over my maths books. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. So uh, you you know you know when you make um you draw in the corner of your book and you do little little oh, drawings nice. one by one and then it looks like a person is walking or running. Oh. I used to do stuff like that in my maths textbook. But I passed my trick everyone. Oh, so well. so. <laughs> <laughs> tick the box. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I this is very interesting because as parents I think we never really look at this. Um like you know our kids. You know, when, when you're talking about, I used to draw even when I was young. Like, we need to pay attention to such. Mm-hmm. I just wish, uh, not between me and you, I just wish South Africa could, I could just pick up my son. I know what my son loves, right? I wish I could just stop all this mess and everything else, just go straight. Because I can already know he likes mm-hmm. you know, video editing and so forth. Yeah. No, but, uh, I agree with you. Um, even if you can't, because we have to all go through the school system, I know. just paying attention to what yes. it is that your child mm-hmm. is interested in what they do without you having to tell them to do it mm. might be an indication of what they will do when they are older. Mm. Mm. Now let's let's go back to now you finish metric. Yeah. You tell your mom, obviously very supportive I can see. You tell her that I want to do this course. I, How did you find it though the course? <laughs> I think she's the one who found it. My mom is so proactive. Mm. We knew I was going to do animation before way before metric. Mm. So I've been singing this animation song since maybe since I was 11 years old. Mm. And then when um, when I was in grade eight, mm. uh, by God's grace, we actually managed to go to America. And yes. we went to, did we go to Disney World? Yeah, we went to Disney World in 2008. Nice. Um, and we visited some of the universities there in America. So mm. it... Um, that kind of opened my eyes to what I could study. I was like, oh, I could really, I really mm. could study this. Um, but then I chose not to go overseas. My mom was always like, you should have gone overseas. But I chose mm. to study in um, uh, in Cape Town. Mm. And I remember as we were deciding through that journey in high school up to matric and then leaving, you know, in grade 10, you choose your subjects. Mm. So when I was in grade 10, for sure, we're doing art so that mm. it can help me get into mm. a university that does animation. But um, my mom was like, no, 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 no. We are also going to do things that um, mm. will be helpful for you in the future. So mm. I had to do accounting as well good, in school. Good, <laughs> Thank you, mom. <laughs> and, and science as well. Mm. In case animation was just a stage, mm. you know, I did science as well. But... Um, 
by the time I was in matric, it was already a settled matter mm. what I'm going to study and where I'm going to study. So I studied at a school called AFDA mm. in Cape Town. It's a film and creative arts school. Mm. I don't think they have the animation program anymore in mm. Cape Town. Um, but there are lots of other animation schools around the country um, that uh, people can study at and also where I have done guest lecturing because I also oh, teach nice. um, animation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it wasn't for my mom. By the time it was matric, it was not a surprise. It was like, yes, we're carrying on with the plan. Mm. But when I was leaving for university, it was like, let me tell you, if this thing of yours doesn't make 30,000, that's what she said. She was like, if this doesn't make 30,000 of your first clients, mm. I'm taking you to medical school. So all of my friends, when I was in university, they were like, Cabello, you are always in your room working. What homework do you have that I don't have? I was like, you guys don't understand. I cannot be a doctor. Yeah. So I need this animation mm. thing to work. And eventually when I started this company, mm. my very first um, medical animation client, I actually earned mm. 30000 with that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so nice. That's a testimony right there. But, but I think the one quality that I can also um, like talk to is you're, you're very disciplined. Even, even when you were taking my calls, you know, when we were talking last week and this week, um, like even today, I said, can we meet at six? You were like, no, I need to finish this. I can only meet you at six stage. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Maybe it's because of my mom. But I love that. No, no, but I love that. Oh, it, it also shows um, your character and that you take your, your, your work very seriously. You had a deadline and it, nothing was going to change it. You knew you have an interview at seven. You mm. said, I'm going to meet her at half past six. So it says a lot about the caliber of a person you are. Oh, thank, thank yes. you so much. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, that's mm. just to hop on what you're saying, especially in the arts, mm. you have to take yourself seriously. Mm. So, um, and I think it does come from the family that I, I, I have, that I've grown up in. So from my great, great grandfather up till my mom, education mm. has been something that's very important mm. uh, for my family and how it molds your character to be able to work hard and be exposed and think. Mm. Um, but also my mom is a doctor. Mm. And so you only have four minutes to save a person's life. Time mm. is very important. So mm. I'm still not uh, the strongest like her because I'm still an artist mm. and my head is in the clouds. <laughs> but some of that has rubbed off. And yeah. when you are an artist in this field, it's mm. very easy to just decide to become um, relaxed. Not true. And, and, just, just be casual and and not really show that you take this seriously. Maybe mm. you take it seriously in your heart, but mm. outwardly it's not showing. Mm. And so for us, when we do Cablo Studios, when we go to conferences, when we're in meetings, we dress well, we mm. speak well, we arrive on time, all of those things, Thank we charge you. properly. Back to basics. <laughs> all of Man. those things show mm. that we, we take ourselves seriously. Mm. And it's so that people can see that, no, even artists can take themselves very seriously. Mm. Yeah. I, remember, I remember when we were sitting there and I said, it's so difficult to work with artists, right? Um, so one of my friends, I invested in a certain company. Um, you know, she, he makes, in lo my dresses are proper. Ne? But sometimes he would just say, I need a moment. Like, <laughs> you're waiting two days, three days. I'm like, I need this dress tomorrow. Mm. Because I'm also very, I'm a very anxious person. So I need stuff done on time. So that I can relax. Like, I like to tick the box. Okay, my dress is there. The <laughs> shoes are there. So he will give you literally the dress the day before or maybe on the day. On the day. Oh, so, so I, yeah, so, yeah, it was one of those businesses <laughs> that I struggled to, you know. Mm. Um, so let's now go back to Cablo Studios. 
Now you finish your deg- uh, you you got your degree. Um, you also did your honors, ne? I did. Oh, yes, nice! Yes, wow. Thank you. And then uh, <laughs> you finish, and then um, you struggle to find work because I think may not many companies from South Africa, you know, are hiring in your field, right? Yeah. When when I was in fourth year, so the reason why I even did an honors was because I was struggling to find um, work. Mm. I would get um, some job interviews, but then then they would say to me, no, you're too focused on animation. Mm. Uh, they would want me to do live action, which is like normal films with, mm. with real people. Um, and so I was really struggling to find work. Mm. Um, and so then... I was like, okay, well, if I want to go study overseas, you need a four-year degree. Mm. So maybe let me do my honors in case of that. Mm. Um, But then um, even after finishing my honors, when I was doing my honors, I was also an intern with um, the National Film and Video Foundation. So just for anyone who's interested in film, the NFVF Mm. um, also gives... Uh, bursaries and scholarships for people who want to study film and the creative arts and they Mm. also sometimes give funding for whoever wants to make movies so just save that if you're a person (laughs) who wants to to make movies Mm. but yeah um i couldn't find work just no one was hiring interns or junior level people Mm. and so i was like no 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 no. i don't want to be a statistic Mm. i don't want to be a person who's a graduate, but mm. then they're unemployed. So mm. I found out that to register a company at that time was like 200 and something rand. I, get I was like, oh, mm. this is really cheap. <laughs> exactly. I had no idea. Mm. I, I thought I was going to register a company <laughs> after 15 years of, of a career somewhere else. Then, then they, okay, now I have the confidence. Now I will change my career. I thought that's what I was going to do. Mm. But um, it I registered Cablo Studios, my, mm. my artist name was Cablo at the time. Cabelo, okay. Cablo, you know, I play like on the name. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> and I like that thing. <laughs> so um, I registered Cablo Studios. Um, my mom is uh, registered with me. We own the, the company together. Mm. Um, and she was like, let's do medical animation. And I was like, no, I want to make movies. I want to make cartoons. Mm. Um and I really was so resistant to this idea of medical animation because it just didn't sound fun um, until she asked me to make an animation that explains what does she do for her patients. Oh, nice. So she is an anesthetist. So she mm. puts people to sleep. But more importantly, she wakes them up. <laughs> I stole that joke from my mom. <laughs> You know, funny thing is, I'm always so scared when I go under. I always say, "Please, I have a young child. <laughs> I need to come back. He's only 11." <laughs> no, she will bring you back. She's very good. So she wanted me to to use animation to explain mm. what is that process to her patients mm. and why this anesthetist suddenly shows up because mm. uh, she used to deal with um, um, pregnant mothers. Mm. So she used to do like uh, what is it called? Scissors and epidurals, mm. that that thing, epidurals. Mm. So you can see I'm an animator, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, so she wanted to explain what is that whole process like mm. from beginning to end in the hospital, mm. from the moment you arrive and, and who's going to take care of you, who is going to um, help you, which doctors are you going to see. Mm. There's a gynecologist, there's this doctor for the baby, there's this one, nice. you know, there's nurses in this section, this this is where you're, the ward, all of that. So we used an animation um it um i remember it was a little it was a little black mom yeah mm-hmm. it was with pink with a pink outfit i remember and shorts yeah i remember and she had an afro mm-hmm. um and so we showed her journey through that and after doing that animation then i realized oh 
Animation is a communication tool. Mm. It's just something that explains things simply. But also it makes it very cute and very memorable. Mm. And so when you watch it, you remember, oh yeah, they said this. If I like let's say if I was a patient mm. to watch that animation, I would say, Oh, okay, they said I must go here. Then they said this person will meet me and there'll be these doctors that see me. And then after that, da 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 So that's what so we do cool. with animation. How how cool will that be if all new mothers had that? Mm. Because I think I was very confused, you know? Mm. <laughs> Nobody explained anything. I exactly. saw myself coming here. Uh, you know, you usually you're so scared. Exactly. And then, um, the only thing that you see is a lot of papers that you're signing and signing and signing and signing. Like, yo, what's going to happen after this? Exactly. That's so, exactly so, so that's it. so cool, man. That's exactly it. Mm. And um, doctors don't always have enough time to explain True. everything to you. True. And so they will throw that big terminology at you, those big yeah. words. And you're like, now what's this? Then you Google. Dr. Google obviously always tells you yeah. the, the worst case scenario. Not true. You know? <laughs> and so that's what we're trying to avoid with medical animation. We make it easy to mm. understand. And we also make it very memorable because mm. it's cute and it's charming. That's w- that's w- that's what we do with medical. I can animation. safely say, tell you that you're the first medical animator that I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Even learning what it is, you know, I, the first thing I ask, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what do you do? But it's so cool. Um, I'm hoping that more and more people could just get access to that. Mm-hmm. Um, like like as a young mom, we need that <laughs> more of that actually. I so, agree. Yeah. yeah. So so after your first client, um, so how did it go now? Um, so now you did the first one. Oh, okay. So yes. let me tell you the backstory <laughs> before we get to the first yes. client. So I used to teach animation full-time. I was an animation lecturer. I had a first-year and second-year diploma animation students. Mm. So I was teaching them how to actually make these moving pictures. Mm. Um, and so in my lunch breaks, my mom and I would go to so-and-so uh, medical aid, mm. so-and-so pharmacy, such-and-such hospital, mm. so-and-so doctor's room. Mm. and pitch to them. So uh, pitching, if you, if you don't know, mm. it's uh, when you go uh, to present an idea to people mm. such that they accept it and work with you or that they buy whatever it is that you're selling. So we just we were selling medical animation to them. So in my lunch breaks, I remember it was so st- stressful. Mm. <laughs> um, I would teach in the morning, mm. then at lunch go and pitch to whichever um, medical aid and then afterwards come back and then teach another afternoon class you're so um, determined isn't it? <laughs> it, it sounds it sounds like you know the pursuit of happiness it yes. sounds like that yes <laughs> and mm. so um we did that for a long time just trying to get people to understand what it is that we're doing with animation because when you say mm. animation people immediately think movies or mm. tv shows on on i don't know mm. cartoon network or something um but um that very first a pharmaceutical client. We actually, we never met her in person. So mm. I don't know if she was an angel or not, mm. but um, somehow uh, through communicating via email, we were able to uh, explain what medical animation is for her to actually um, sign us on for the project. And we made this animation for Desert Nasal Film. I have to oh, shout nice. it out for nice. Sun Pharmaceuticals. Hint, hint. Yeah, and so <laughs> it was an animation that uh, helps with with the allergies, the, the, mm. the, the, the product helps with allergies. Um, and that was the very first medical animation we did. And it's true. And people say, well, once you get your first yes. Is, is it the one for the, for the, how do you call it? Sinuses? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. For, but for, not for flu, allergies, for allergies. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. it's pink. 
Um, mm. That's the one that we did, and it's on our YouTube channel, Cablo mm. Studios. Yes. Cablo Studios <laughs> everywhere on the internet. You'll find us. Uh, so we did that animation for for Sun Pharmaceuticals, mm. and it it is true. Once you get your first client, then they eventually mm. start rolling in. But the thing that helped us to really break in was we made our first short film. So now this was our own project. It wasn't for a client, mm. and it was called Three Teaspoons of Sugar. Oh, nice. Um, it's an animation about diabetes. Uh, it's about fifteen minutes long, and what we did is we took. My grandmother's story, mm. my aunt's story, and my mom is also in it. Mm. And uh, we showed their struggles and triumphs mm. living with diabetes. Mm. So um, in the animation, you actually hear my grandmother's voice um, mm. uh, speaking. Shout you out to grandma. Yes. You know, you know, <laughs> um, uh, she recently passed. Uh, uh, so it's the first time I'm talking about it so live. Sorry. But no, it's okay. Mm. Um, she lived a, a long life. Um, so my grandmother's voice is in the animation, my aunt's voice as well. And you hear them talking about, oh, when they say, and now people are eating all these things, nice things in front of me. Now I can't eat these things because so you hear them actually talk like that. Or you um, hear my grandmother, you see her exercising, her exercises to water the garden, you know, all of those kinds of things. So then you see, um, in the animation, it makes how to live with diabetes practical. Mm. Instead of somebody just saying to you, you need to do this and this and X, Y, Z and not understanding mm. your struggle with diabetes, you see it. And more. Uh, and on top of that, it was black characters. And that's something that when we speak to clients, mm. they love the fact that our characters look like South Africans, mm. black, or white, Indian, colored, whatever. They like mm. that our characters, they look like South Africans because... Mm. Even when you do find medical animations, which they come from overseas, mm. um, it's then those people, the demographics mm. from overseas. It's got their facts. It's got their mm. information. And it doesn't relate to us here mm. in South Africa. Okay. Um, so that's also something that makes us you. So now you've been doing this thing since 2017, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been so, a while now. <laughs> so how has the company, how has the company evolved over the years? Started oh, wow. only two, ne? Yeah, with only yeah, two yeah. of you, and then yes, it started with me and my mom. I was the only animator, and I think the last animation I did by myself was that mm. one, Sun Pharmaceuticals, for Desert Nasal Film. Mm. Um, and my first employee was actually one of my animation students. Her oh, name nice. is Tanika Pele, um, and. Uh, Yo, it's been a long, Shanika's been with us from, she's day one as the youth, mm. we'll say since it's youth month, <laughs> yes. she's, uh, she's our day one. Um, so, and Tanika is a background designer, so what that means is she does all of the, the, the world. So if, so if there's a character, I will draw the, the mom who's in the hospital and Tanika will draw the hospital, you know, so that kind of thing. <laughs> So Tanika was our first employee, and um, that's also why I teach at university. So mm. I don't teach full-time anymore, but I do lots of guest lecturing. Mm. I've taught at the animation school. There's another school called Open Window. Um, uh, maybe two weeks ago, I was teaching at Vits, and my, it made my mom so proud because she's from Vits, and I never got to go to Vits. So now I'm teaching, so it's full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I, I teach at universities, not only to teach them about the business side of animation, but um, 
to go and find talent so mm. that they know I exist and that when they're ready to look for a job, they are able to send me their portfolio, their work, and then I can hire them if, mm. if they are a right fit. But yeah, Tanika was our first employee. And then um, in 2021, we were as big as 10 people. Oh, wow. So... Um, Getting job creation. Yeah, hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, we must. And so now we are six. Now mm. we're six, yeah. Mm. But, but that's so cool. But... What has been the challenges with having, I mean, 10 is a big team and having to have your company sustaining itself for so long, it also says a lot. Uh, but what, what were the challenges from where you started to now? Um, I think, so I'll start when, when I was solo and then when, <laughs> well, actually, I've never been solo because I was with my mom, mm. but when it was just me, um, really uh, wrapping my head around this idea that I am a business owner. Mm. I'm not just an artist. Because I love to draw. I, if I could eat my drawings, <laughs> I would. Um, but I cannot. True. So yeah. um, I like things like, very simple things like, how do you do a quotation? When somebody says, Gabriela, I want an animation. Mm. It must be 30 seconds. It must be this style. I must have black characters. How much does that cost? It would give me actual headaches. Mm. Just thinking about, okay, when you do a business, you're supposed to say, oh, these are my costs. Okay, my computer costs this mm. much. My animation software costs this much. Mm. Okay, and then, uh, so you add up your costs. Okay, then they said I must add a, a markup so that I can have profit. So <laughs> you're properly tortured. <laughs> <laughs> so I must add 10% on top. Then it's a profit. Those things used to give me headaches. Mm. And then, and then, ah. Uh, then people would say it's too expensive. Mm. So now I've spent all this time thinking about how to make the animation. And someone says it's too expensive. It was heartbreaking. Mm. Um, so I really had to learn how to have a thick skin that mm. when somebody says um, it's too expensive, it doesn't mean that what you're offering is not good enough. Mm. It just means they're not the right fit for you. There mm. are people who shop at Checkers. There are people who shop at Pick and Pay. There are people who shop at Woolworths. There are mm. people who shop. Everybody has their shop that's the right fit for them. Mm. So I just have to find the right customer who's the right fit for me. Mm. So that was that was uh, one of the hardest things. Just like accepting that you are a business owner now. Mm. Um, you aren't. You are not just an artist. Mm. Um, and and that's also part of what makes it so that artists become poor, starving. Mm. They don't see what they do as a business mm. because what you do as a business, whether you sell paintings or you make, you knit gloves mm. or you cook food or you make animation, it's mm. a business. What you're doing is providing value for someone, so someone must pay you. Mm. Um, so that was one of the first challenges. And then in growing a team, no one taught me how to <laughs> be the team leader. You know, um, in school... That's a full-time job, <laughs> name. <laughs> Challenge. It's, 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 it's very real. Like, mm. um, so the, the role in the film industry, the role I would have leading a team is called producer. Mm. Um, so that's the person who's like a project manager. They manage the team. They manage mm. the how long everything is supposed to take, what, what everyone is supposed to do. And then Dr. T, who helps me with this, makes sure everyone... Uh, does everything on time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I call my mom Dr. T in a professional <laughs> context. <laughs> um, so that uh, was also just, I wouldn't say it was, um, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say it was hard. Maybe it was overwhelming. 
But the beautiful thing I found is because no one taught me how to do it, I found my own way mm. of doing it. And so as a team, every Monday, we always have a staff meeting mm -hmm. and we pray. So we are a Christian studio mm. every, every Monday without fail. And I'm mm. so glad my mom said, no, let's do this. Mm. I think it's part of what has kept us for so long. So mm. we pray as a team. And then after we pray, we each take, each take turns every week sharing a scripture and um, sharing why that scripture is uh, the, the word mm. of the week for the team. Mm. And then we talk about it. Um, we, ch we check in on each other's lives also because we, mm. we are a remote studio, by the way. I didn't mention this. But so everybody works from home. And we were working from home before That's it was fashionable, though, by the yeah? way. <laughs> it I is. And it's a great mm. cost saver because we True. don't spend um, money on the, 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 the building, overheads. you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, so, so what I found um, with the team, we have our team meetings. We pray every Monday. Uh, we dedicate the week and the work to God and, and we pray for God to uh, help us to, you know, uh, with our creative ability and to problem solve. And then we do the work of the week mm. um, and then we, we meet frequently um, uh, three times a week mm. to check in on everyone's work. So people don't feel like they're working isolated. Mm. And then um, I always try to make sure when I give people work, I'm playing to their strengths. So if somebody is better at, I don't know, drawing human human characters, <laughs> I'm not going to tell them to go and draw dogs for mm. the, the animation. I'll give that to the artist who's better at drawing dogs. Mm. But then also I've also learned that sometimes you must throw your team in the deep end mm -hmm. so that they can grow mm. and that they can be challenged. And so that you, if you can't trust that your team can do the work, then you're not a good leader. That's mm. what I'm learning. Mm. If I have to always do everything myself, it's going to slow down the process. Mm -hmm. So I have to trust that our team can actually do the work. Mm. And um, if, they, if they're not quite getting there, I have to get better at explaining and describing what it is that I want them to do. So that is... That's what it means when we say creative director or mm. film director. You're guiding people towards the vision of the project. Mm. And so if people are not quite understanding your vision, get mm. better at describing it. Not true. Yeah. And it's so in in interesting about when you talk about um, artists. So I'm also one of the department that I serve um, also is in the arts. I won't lie to you. It's very difficult. Because one minute in another you know, project, you know, the costing is 3000 the other one is 50. And then, you know, as a finance person, I come, I'm like, okay, guys, so how would we cost this? Do you understand? So it's always so intriguing. You know, artists are just different. I mean, <laughs> it, it is something that comes up as well when somebody mm. comes and says, okay, what are your rates? Mm. And the thing is, with an artistic work, they are never the same because we're solving different problems sure. with each project. Some things are the same. My computer is the same. <laughs> I use the same computer, yeah. you know, um, those kinds of things are fixed. Mm. But um, the actual artistic work, it really comes down to the details. Mm. So if I'm making an animation and in that animation, uh, like, for example, I have a project we're working on right now called Rory Sang and the Girls. So that one isn't medical. It's about this girl, Rory Sang, um, who she mm. loves Korean pop music. I don't know, just... <laughs> 
this way. She <laughs> loves Korean pop music, K-pop, and so she wants to do Afro-pop. She wants to do African pop music, mm. which can be anything from Amapiano to music like Mafigizolo mm. to uh, Afrobeats. Mm. Um, and so she wants to make a band uh, with her group of friends at, at their high school. So it's based mm. off of me and my friends, um, the animation. Mm. And so if something like that, like let's say... Um, I need to make an animation for Rory Sang. Mm. In that animation, Rory Sang has five friends. All of those friends have to move, they have to talk, they have to sing. As you add more characters, as you add more of those details, okay, mm. they're singing in the school hall now, now they're going to be running in the on the grass in the field. As you add those details, that is what makes the animation more expensive. Mm. If Rory Sang is a character on her own, okay, now it's just Rory Sang. Uh, it's only one voiceover artist, for example, I need. She's only singing in the hall once, and the animation is 30 seconds instead of five minutes or two hours. Then maybe that's cheaper. So that's how it works. The more details, I'm learning a lot the more expensive it becomes. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, my colleagues are listening to me. I'm like, yeah, thank you so much, Chikabela. <laughs> because I, I won't lie. Um, so I've been I've been struggling with that, but I'm, I'm open to learning. The, the one thing about me is that I... I always ask them, okay, fine. So now you're going to be singing jazz. Okay, so so what happens? So how do we charge, you know? Mm. And then the other thing that I'm also picking up is even the artist, sometimes they undercharge themselves. You know, sometimes I get an, I, as a finance person, um, I also have to be responsible. Mm. I, get a, I get an invoice. I can see, no, there's no way. You know, there were 10, ten of you and this amount. Mm. What about transport? You know, you, sometimes I call them like, sit down. Mm. How many hours? You know, try to make sense of mm. it. So... Um, I'm hoping more and more artists do learn how to, you know, costing and, mm. you know, finance is very important. And I think if you just take away the overwhelm and just explain mm. it simply, it's just mm. your transport, mm. your equipment, your time, um, all of those things have a cost. Mm. And then when you when you see that, then you're like, oh, okay, it's not as deep as I thought it was. Mm. You know, then you're able to get a better understanding and put more value on what you do. Okay. So if there was somebody out there who wanted to start you know, going to in your industry, because I can safely tell it's very niche, not too many companies do what you do, what would be your motivation to them? Um, so shameless plug, <laughs> if you want to uh, join no. the animation industry, mm. I highly advise you to listen to my podcast. <laughs> So I have a podcast called The Business of Animation. Mm. I started it in 2020 uh, because I wanted a way to stay connected to my students since I wasn't teaching full-time anymore, mm. but also because I was learning all these things about uh, running a studio that no one was teaching me. You know, mm. Where do people sell animated films? How does it go from so-and-so director to stir kinecore mm. at the cinema? What is that process? They don't mm. teach you that in university. Mm. Um, so, uh, if you want to learn more about the animation industry and the business side, I highly encourage you to listen to the business of animation podcast. Mm. It's on Spotify, Apple podcasts, oh, YouTube, nice. and wherever else people listen to, to podcasts. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying that just to shamelessly plug. Mm. Um, it's a very good resource, whether you're a student who is, um, about to go into the industry or if you are somebody who's like thinking of switching careers from mm. something else into animation, that's the one thing. But I would say advice. Um, the first piece of advice based on my experience is choose yourself because, mm, uh, you know, somebody else 
Mm. If you wait for other people to choose you, they might never choose you. Mm. Um, and it's my story. I was not finding work mm. after fourth year. Just I was not finding work. And so I'm going to sit. I've got this highly specialized skill, which is animation. Mm. I'm going to just sit with a skill and not do anything. When they told me it's 200 rand to register a company, mm. um, I'm sure I can find 200 rand mm. and register a company. And I chose myself so that I could be my first employee. Mm. So I'm no longer unemployed. I've chosen myself. And now we're going to work and run this, this machine. Can you imagine? Let me, you managed to keep... Do you know how <laughs> small businesses fail within That's the first... True. Is it three years? Yeah. I can't remember the, what the, the, uh, the research was saying. Most of them fail, but you have sustained yourself. I mean, well it's, done. Thank you. It's not without <laughs> sacrifice and mm. clever maneuvering of expenses mm. and, you know, cutting down here and there and winning this competition that mm. holds you for a while. And then, and also uh, really God's provision. Mm. Um, just the things that have been happening with Kevlar Studios, I can honestly say it is, it is uh, God, really. Mm. But yeah, that's the first piece of advice. Choose yourself. Because um, mm. it, how do you expect other people to choose you if exactly. you won't choose you? And then and that can come it, like in doing what I did, starting your own business. Or if you are in an artistic field, you will often find people will only hire you if you have experience. But if you don't have e experience, how do you prove that you are mm. hireable, your portfolio? Mm. So whether you are teaching yourself how to do the, your artistic career or you are going to school for it, that portfolio, along with whatever qualification you have, is what will show people that you can do what you say you can do. Mm. So if no one's hiring you to make a specific kind of project, give yourself time to make that project in your personal time mm. so that your portfolio has the kind of work that you want to be hired for. Mm. That's that, So that's also another way you can choose yourself. Mm. And then um, the other piece of advice I would give is... Um, really understand this thing called value proposition. So for those of you that are seasoned in business, you can just like mm. uh, not listen to this and drink some tea or something. <laughs> but um, those who don't know, because I also didn't know, um, a value proposition is just a business term that means uh, what it, understand what it is that you are selling to people mm. and why they should pay for it. So to figure out what it is, like the idea for your business, you need to find um you need to be solving a problem for someone so if you've got some kind of product or a service so a product a thing that people can mm. buy or a service something that someone can do you can do for someone like you can cut someone's hair that's mm. a service but hairspray is a product mm. um if you've got a product or a service that is solving someone's mm. problem then that is something someone is willing to pay for. People are willing to pray, pay for their problems to be solved. Then that's when you know you've got an idea for a business. Mm. Um, before that, if you're not really solving problems for people, you don't really have a, an idea mm. for a business. You've just mm. thought of something cool, but it's not quite solidified yet. Mm. Yeah. And uh, you know, just by listening to you, I can already tell you, ne? Um, if, if you haven't been thinking about it, from the neurodiverse community, because my son is autistic, mm. I'm, I'm just imagining if we were to take that mess book, and just do an alternative because he likes his iPad. Mm. And he learns so much from you know iPad. And then um, obviously I am buying this American software you know, my, in my bank account, that boy. <laughs> so, so I can already foresee because mm. this is a solution because our kids cannot sit um in in normal like you know traditional teaching 
so so they struggle with it so i can already tell you if you, if you thinking of expanding that's another area that you have to look, in, look into one mom was just saying listen to this lady <laughs> <laughs> i was listening i was watching my my whatsapp now so so have you been what are your plans now now that you are you've grown you've sustained yourself for six years you proved your worth you are excellent in what you do thank you any plans to for expanding I know I put myself there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are there are several different plans. Um, in the medical animation space, there's some things that we've spoken about with Dr. T that I can't share yet publicly. No um, but um, what we are finding is now that we are, the medical animation machine is running. Mm-hmm. So we are now able to, and also we've worked with people who are not, uh not just in medical animation mm. because like i've said animation is a communication tool so we've worked with people who are, who do uh finance uh we work with people who do agriculture um and uh we've also done children's books uh, as nice. well so we've done a children's book for a penguin random house uh, that's <laughs> the one that was written by lady zamar and then we also oh, nice. did another one that I can't say anything about. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, this is also a thing in the industry. Like, mm, you start true. working and then you, you can't say anything about what you're working yeah. on until it's public. Mm. But um, uh, something that we're very excited about right now is that project I mentioned called Rory Sang and the Girls. Mm. Um, so it really is, um, it's a TV show concept that we came up with. Um, about this girl, Rory I'm Sang. I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> Imagine if I'm Korean too. I'm the, you can, you can. I've, I've been learning Korean myself for the sake of this project. Mm. Um, it's about this girl, Rory Sang. And I love the fact that her name is Rory Sang mm. and it's the title of the Not show. Um, because whenever we go overseas to pitch, sometimes these Americans are like, oh, can't we change the name? I'm like, no. Does it be Rory Sang? And we have to all learn how to pronounce it. If I can say Arnold Schwarzenegger, you can say Rory Sang. Not true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, but it's about um, Rory Sang. She's this girl. She's got uh, this red braid in her hair that's definitely not part of the school uniform. And um, she's just full of personality. She loves music. She loves dancing. Um, so what we're trying to do right now is to um, raise awareness for that project. Mm. So like I said before, it is a TV show. It's, it's these five girls. They go to an all-girls uh, school, like a very old mm. traditional school, and they want to make a band in mm. that school. But uh, the person who's standing in the way of that goal is their very traditional, very backwards choir mistress. <laughs> of course, it has to be the choir mistress. And the students, they call her vibe killer mm. because, well, she kills their vibe. Um, and so they have to do everything that they can, including making this band in mm. secret, rehearsing in secret, um, so that they can, can prove... I tell you, my son is going to love this. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> so that they can yeah. prove that um, the kind of music that they like, which is uh, the Afropop, mm. um, and that's what we're calling it so that we can just uh, lump in all kinds of, of uh, pop music that is of African origin um, into the show. So they're trying to make this Afropop. They, they have to do all that they can so that they can prove that it's a valid art form. And because they're teenagers, mm-hmm. they want to be famous. And so <laughs> Rory Sang, she actually has her own Instagram and TikTok account oh, nice. where she sings her favorite Korean songs, where she 
tells you her her latest favorite music that that's mm. on her playlist like i think i she posted the last song she posted on her playlist was a song by sun l musician yeah. so yeah no no she's with it <laughs> um, so uh, her handle is rory sang so it's mm. rory sang with three a's oh. um so yeah rory sang rory sang it, it works mm. for the people the americans mm. um um and what we've been doing as well which is um I, I guess a business move mm. is uh, Rory Sang. She has her own Instagram, her own TikTok, where she posts and she's herself. So she's like a virtual influencer. It's mm. like a, it's like she's the real thing, but she's a cartoon character. <laughs> uh, but also, what we've we've been doing is something called webtoons. So this is now another area of the industry. Um, so it's an online comic. So you know, like those Zapiro Zap 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 yes. cartoon strips, Madam and Eve. Snoopy, all of mm. those things. So you, it's that kind of thing, but online on mm. the Webtoons platform. So that's where people can read her story and read about um, the comic book version of the story where she's going to school, the first day of school, where she's dealing with parents' expectations, where she's meeting up with her friends for the first time and getting the idea to start a band. Um, and you can read it on your phone for free. And the reason why we're doing that from a business point of view is when we go overseas to pitch, because... Um, by the grace of God, we've been able to go to these things called markets. Mm. Um, there's one in Germany called Stuttgart that we went to recently and another one in France happening next week, actually, mm. called Annecy. Uh, we're not going to that one, but we just came from Germany. You go there and that's where you pitch. You stand in front, you tell them your cool idea for your TV show, oh, nice. you show them how the characters look, and then you're basically saying, work with me to make this TV show happen. And you stand in front of people who they, it's the person who is the vice president at Disney programming. Oh, nice or BBC, or whatever, these TV channels. <laughs> no, no, really. That's so cool. When somebody says, my thing is on Disney+, Plus, we yes. meet those people. Mm. Um, and oftentimes they are saying, this is such a cool concept, but um, can it work? You guys are still a young studio. Uh, you're from the African continent. There's mm. load shedding. You know, are you going to be able to do this TV show? Are you going to make guys? <laughs> you know, so we have to contend with yeah. those, those things when we're in, mm. in an international space. And so we were like, okay, let's build an audience for Rory Sang. Let's show that there are people in our country and overseas who want this TV show to be made so that we can go and get funding from it elsewhere nice. so that we don't have to um, give these people 80% of our concept. Then we are left with 20%. That's not money that's mm. growing our economy. That's not job creation. Mm. We're basically giving ownership to those people overseas. And then um, we've got nothing to show for it. It happens all the time to artists. Mm. You hear artists, it's a phenomenal artist, but they are bankrupt. Mm. They don't own anything they make. Mm. So that's what we're doing with Rodi Sang. Mm. So um, unfortunately, we've reached the end of the show. How do we get hold of you? So um, very important to mm. follow us on all of the social media platforms, but on Instagram, my personal handle is Cablo, mm -hmm. C-A-B-B-L-O-W. Mm -hmm. And then the studio handle is Cablo Studios. Mm. The podcast handle is Cablo.podcast. Mm. And um, Rory Sang's handle is Rory Sang, <laughs> three A's. Yes. Um, yeah, but really... Um, uh, email? Oh, my email, yes. Hello at keblostudios.com. Yep, 
No, young people, be hello. <laughs> and I like that thing. Yeah, it's mm. hello at cablostudios.com. But if you search for Cablo Studios mm. on the internet, you will find us. Thank you so much for, you know, gracing us with your, you know, your presence. <laughs> it's been a great show. Um, I see so much coming out of this. Eh? I'm so excited. I know my son is going to be super excited <laughs> about Rory Sang. Of course. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank to you. our listeners at home, thank you so much for joining us. We are going to see you again next time. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Thank you.